science and making us sung. Rob percussion, tap, they did drum. I ain't DOC, but that's the formula. Cartier's cut to cover the cornea. Pineapple, cush, that's aroma. Her with vegetables like a cornucopia. With fruit like the garden of Eden. The eyes are eating. Especially when your boy is speaking. When I'm thinking, I ain't thinking. But somehow, some way the words sinking. That's fruit for thought. I spit fire when the thoughts spark. Ghost writer for high if you need support. I got lies so dope, you'll need to snore. Welcome to another episode of ES3 and I am one of your three essential working hosts today. As always, I have with me my partners in crime, Richie Da Bears Da Nell and Markilio the Logic Atkins. Yo yo. Folks, today we're going to hit it and quit it with a brief touch in on boxing, couple of big fights New player on the scene, new fight that I that I think that just got announced that's worth laughing about. But L, where where do you want to start at this, man? Boxing's your area. Take it over. So let's just start with the fights that happened over the weekend. We had uh, the fight, the one forty seven pound uh, championship with Errol Spence and Danny Garcia. Um, but before we jump into that fight, um, I just sent some, I just talked recently, we just talked a little bit earlier about the specimen that we saw, that I saw that night and that I just showed you guys. And what was his name? What was his name, Richie? Sebastian Funyora. They call him the Towering Inferno. I don't know how I can ever forget that name because I can never <laughs> forget that face or that body. This was he he looked like a character from the Mike Tyson like like a Mike Tyson punch out character like Soda Pop <laughs> 2021. Like he, he had is, he's a, for he's, days. I was about to say he's a tall, skinny drink of water. I was gonna say, man. I bet he you he could that. rebound his ass off if he really wanted to. Oh my god. I'm about to say, are we sure that a basketball player didn't get taken to the wrong arena? Because he's got to be what, 6'5? Yeah, six, he measures at 6'6. Six, six. He measures at 6'5 and a half. That, look, that doesn't look like 6'5 and a half, guys. I, that looks he's, about 6'7, 6'8. <laughs> That's how well, tall he well, looks. Well, but, but I mean, his reach is, yeah. is 80, 80 inches. He has the third longest reach in boxing. That's heavyweights included. He's right under uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder when it comes. Yeah, to but reach. both of those you know, guys are funny. around that same height, though. No, uh, what is it? Well, right around. Well, yeah, well Wilder, is six, Wilder six? is what six six six, and I think um, Tyson Fury though is bigger though. Tyson so Fury six, like nine. six nine, six nine, yeah. And Wilder, yeah. I'll tell you, it's and Wilder six seven that because. Yeah, because he doesn't look. You know, I mean, when watching some of the footage on this fight where he took out <laughs> Habib Amin, you know, this guy doesn't look like punching is natural. I mean, he's so tall, and he—I mean, he had a six-inch advantage, height advantage over his opponent in this last. I mean, he just was hammering this guy at will. I mean, he never got close to him. He was just swinging into the air. But what I was going to say about uh, Fedora here is 
he doesn't look like a natural puncher, man. He's throwing some of these punches, and you're seeing they're connected with power because, right, I mean, is about there's fly, you know, is going bouncing all over the ring. But he look, you know, and I, I, it's funny that you say um, Fury's name because I consider Fury to be kind of one of those guys who doesn't look like a natural puncher. Like when I see them punch, it doesn't look like they're generating the power that you see from guys like. Mike or Wilder or even in MMA, right? Um, you know where you see a guy connect and you just see the way well, his body lines up and lands it. And this guy, it's like because he's punching see, that's down. The guy, the guy was coming trying to get inside of his punches, so he threw more hooking, like uppercut, like punches. One well, and, and um, Marcelo, correct? Right, me. But he never got to finish high. Right. It's just but, unusual but on, to see but, a guy but, but, throw an uppercut that finishes. Like three inches below the guy who's throwing his yeah, chin. It's like exactly. Oh, well, right. and, and that and that's gonna happen because because of like you said, the height difference. And and correct me if I'm wrong on this, Mahelio, but I look at it kind of like professional baseball. So this kid's twenty-two years old. So he really only has you know, twenty fights, if that under his belt, right? And so with professional baseball. Seventeen oh and or sixteen oh. There we go. So he's got seventeen fights under his belt. With professional baseball, these kids are getting drafted at, you know, 17, 18, and Caribbean players are signing even younger at 15 and 16. And then they finally get to the pros at 23, 24. But they've played so many minor league games and they have so many minor league at bats before they even get to the professionals that they have all this time to critique the technique, to fix their swing, to fix their vision, to fix all these things. And so as we look at a young kid like this, he he's He's. I would say he's going to be better off fighting in a higher weight class, just because his body is so frail, almost. But I, I think. To say, but, right. but but it but I do like think strong wind. But would right, blow that's this what I was going to say. Young. But but with him being young, I think as you talk about Chris, the way he punches right, and where his punches land, a lot of that probably has to do with a lack of real repetition. Uh, well, I think this. I think this kid's. I think he. He has. I had to check out his his amateur uh, pedigree, but just from what I saw, it looked like his balance was good. It looked like the guy tried to get on the inside because when you fight someone that height, you definitely don't want to stay on the outside because, of course, that's where they got their advantage. So this guy knew that his only chance of getting any type of punch in was going to be on the inside. So he. It looked a little bit awkward just because he was so tall. I think when he when he faces someone that's going to um, challenge him or even try to possibly even fight on the outside, which many people should not because of the eighty inch uh, reach. But no, you know, right. then you <laughs> then I think you'll see a lot more, a lot better form and, and yeah, technique. Because if you see, if you watch him from the beginning, he had good balance. He picked, he he threw the jab out there. He set it up with the hook. It's just that in that in that second or third round when he kind of bombarded the guy, he, he just so happened to be close to him and he, he closed that distance and right. He threw like forty punches in a row. Well, and, and I and I and I almost think about. Well, I mean, he took the guy out in the second round. Yeah. I mean, he landed that uppercut in the first, and you just saw Ahmed's legs go out from under him, right? He was just, all of a sudden he was walking on Jello, and you could see the up was like, you could tell that ref was thinking about calling that fight in the first round. The but, funny thing, and what I wonder is, if you, if the guys, guys, it was Charlo in the audience 
that was, you know, that came there to kind of check out this young kid, this young phenom that they heard about. And imagine being the guy that sees this guy in the ring like, I know I'm going to have to fight that beast one of these days, and it's coming soon. But they, I, I if mean, I was Charles in the prime of his career. Yeah, man. but I still would put off that fight for as long as I could because those are like the intangibles when you're a great boxer. Uh, that you just really don't want to face. One of the, some of the harsh criticism that Floyd Mayweather faced young in his career was the, excuse me, the fact that he did not fight Paul Prince Williams, which was like another guy just like this, a six foot, think four, six foot five, six foot six welterweight. You know, someone that's fighting at one forty seven, one fifty. Um, that's tough, man. That's tough. That's tough to work around. Well, right, and I mean the and you you know we're talking about names like, um, you know like Charlo, um, and even, uh, God, who was the other one? Uh, Islandly Lara, the Arislandi uh, Lara, great boxer, yeah, great right. technician, right. But he's right. But when you when we start talking about age, what Charlo's thirty, um, Lara Lara is thirty seven, yeah. and when we're Crazy talking about amateur pedigree. Right, and when we're talking about Fedora, uh, you know, he's he's what twenty two? Is that what we said? Twenty two. Yeah. So, I mean, right, I right. They could they they can only put first off. You're thirty seven. You're only putting this fight off for so long if you're going to end up fighting. No one wants all. to fight Arislandi Lara anyway because he's such a good fighter. He makes everyone look bad. That's why Canelo would never fight him again. I actually thought he lost to Canelo. I mean, I thought Canelo lost to him. Uh, when they fought, he's a, that a lot dude of people. Is, didn't, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a crafty dude. That that's somebody you don't want to fight. All right, man. So we talked about the towering inferno, and quite frankly, they should just call that guy the tower. Oof. All right, I think he started off with the name at like Inferno, and then grew <laughs> fourteen inches in like two years, and they were like, "Now you're the towering inferno." Uh, but man, you know, let's talk about the real fight of the night, right? Not this one event. that ended in two, right? I want to talk about. Let's get ready to rumble. In this corner, we've got the full body snatcher. No, full Funkadelic, and I got gotcha. you. I'm right there oh, with you, Chris. Oh, <laughs> that's right, folks. But we're yeah, for, for the main event, guys, we got Errol Spence going against Danny Swift Garcia. The truth showed out. Errol Spence came out to fight initially with the first couple rounds. But one thing that kind of surprised me was how Danny Garcia came on towards the latter part of the fight. Um, one thing that came to mind was seeing Terrence Crawford also in the audience as well, you know, being a spectator. And that makes you think. You think that think, shook him? <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think PBS is being smart. I think Al Heyman is a businessman, baby. He, he, recognized, <laughs> he recognized the mistakes that Bob Arum is making over there, and he's coming in and, and getting him, uh, you know, bringing the fighter probably over there. I don't know. Allegedly, that's the reason Rumor why he was it. there. Rumor has it. <laughs> but, you know, I think he's just setting up to, to get, you know, work with Terrence Crawford and bring him over there to that PBC side, man, so he can make some of those fights that he's been looking to make. With, I'm with about to say, I'd with, love to see it. I mean, this was a much better production value than that top. You know I mean? You know me. I couldn't. I, I can name three boxing organizations off the top of my head. Is how not, you know, how, how little <laughs> knowledge I hold in all of this. And to this day, man, I will never forget Top Rank for how poorly that one event went. 
Yeah, this it's hasn't been Bob Arum last like six months, you know. <laughs> he I has, a, he has a pretty shady history, but these last six months, he's kind of looked like the old uh, out of touch white guy that <laughs> shouldn't be doing what he's doing any longer. <laughs> but, right. I mean, you know, so I mean, but no, man, Spence, dude, you know, laid it down on Garcia. Right. Yeah. I mean, really. And I've been and I've been reading a little bit about it and listening to a bit about it. Um, you know, I mean, so Crawford's not going to fight Garcia, right? He's just he's going. I mean, it's going to be who knows. It's going to be I, Spence. Right? I really, I really think that they're gonna they're they're both going to kind of set up a tune up fight. I I would love to see them go right into it, but I I feel as if this is the type of fight that needs to be made when we're back in a normalcy type of environment over some type of normality to where you can have you know uh, make it as lucrative as possible, get as many people there. So I think that they're going to probably kind of set this up, build it up a little bit more just to kind of even promote Terrence Crawford a little bit better and possibly look towards maybe setting this fight up towards the end of next year or, you know, when post-COVID. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, either way, I'm going to I'd watch them both. Now, one of the other things I saw a lot of, Ellen, I wanted to, to talk to you about it here is a lot of people have been reading a lot of things about, you know, Garcia not. His trainer taking a lot of the blame for 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 losing a couple of these fights here, well, and I, I guess my question for you is because there's some prominent fighters that have been like, dude, you know this guy needs a new trainer, right? I want to say, what is it, Judah, uh, Zab Judah, Zab Judah, of, yeah, right, from Brooklyn, came out and said that. Um, and my question is for you: Is it, would a new trainer help him? I mean, what's what's holding what's what's holding? Him back from catching this next level of fighter. I mean, you didn't think he was going to have what it took to take on this fighter in the first place. I mean, I think you were already in the the Spence corner to start with. But he shocked me. He shocked me. He came on strong. If this would have been an old school match, and that excuse me, that would have been a fifteen rounder. uh, Danny might have pulled that out because he was popping. He was popping Errol Spence towards the end. Yeah, and and I think it's a matter of how he started. he is a chronic late starter, you know, and, and he's a he's a counterpuncher. So he he almost has to kind of see what you're doing. Um, he's known for having a, a deadly left hook, but it wasn't even the left hook that he was popping Arrow Spence with. It was a right hook. So it, it's just you know it's it's getting an early start. I think um, if anyone knows, his father is in his corner. His father is is pretty much his guidance and you know as far as everything. So. He's the first person that I think would make that, you know, decision. Um, but I just think it's a matter of Garcia just starting off a lot faster. If he would have start, if he'd have been as, um, you know, if he would have started off the way that he picked up in the ninth round, that would have been a totally different fight. Well, and I'll tell you, man, because yeah, I it, I guess it just wasn't the fight. I mean, you know what I'm watching. You want to right. unconscious, huh? I, I want to see somebody get knocked out. I want to see somebody get knocked the fuck out. All right, I'm gonna say it. I, 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 that's what I. That's what I do. It is what I miss about boxing. It's what I loved about Mike. Man, people will go, oh, but the fight was over in a minute and a half. I went, listen, I didn't say I wanted Mike to knock him out in the first round. I just want to see somebody get knocked out. I want to see a beating. And when we talk about seeing a beating. I want to try use this transition right over <laughs> into my wrap-up talk because we promised with the listeners we weren't going to make this too long. It's going to be our hidden quit moment. 
this doesn't even deserve that long, but yes, we can talk yeah, about you it. Know, you know, you know who we're talking about. Are we talking about the rumors out of Vegas? Oh that, no, that, let uh, him just let him bring it in. Let him <laughs> we're talking. I'm about to say we're talking about Money Mayweather's <laughs> Instagram post uh, claiming that he would take would fight Logan Paul. Is it? It's, it's already signed, right? Isn't this done like, deal data? I feel like the Christmas story. Say it isn't so, Ralphie. No. <laughs> uh, no, this can't be true. What type of alternate universe am I living in right now? I just saw Tanette, and my mind is tripping right now. I think everything is just wacky right now. I don't know what's and, going and, on and, in and, my and, life. In <laughs> what world that Logan Paul thinks he could get into the ring with Floyd Mayweather. And my question for you is, how long is Floyd going to carry him before he knocks him out? There is only one way. <laughs> Floyd is going to fight left-handed. Put <laughs> 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 his head behind his back and fight him for two rounds, two or three rounds. He's just It's going to be like the Conor McGregor. You see how he kind of went in there and just kind of just walked him down. He was having fun. You remember when he had the exhibition? Conor McGregor is an athlete incapable of inflicting pain, and one lucky shot could have ended Mayweather. I don't think Mayweather could have taken a real shot. Maybe that's a better uh, comparison. Yes, that that I agree with. Right. (laughs) Where he didn't really have to train, and he went in and just rocked this unexperienced guy. Doing his thing, uh, he is, I'm uh, gonna make uh, my uh, million, uh, right. yeah. and, and yeah. that must be it. And, and you know it, what? I've I, there's only one way I'm going to watch this on pay per view. I live. hope he cries like the Japanese guy in the corner after <laughs> this fight. That's right. That is it. Is if Logan Paul takes a beating of his lifetime, if the ref lets it go long, like he let that Nate Robinson fight go, and that Jake. That Logan Paul, it's Logan Paul, yeah. right? I keep confusing Jake's him with his brother. brother. Yes, right. That Logan Paul just takes the ass whooping of a lifetime. I want to see him beat unrecognizable. It's the only reason I want to watch this fight because there is zero reason that this man should be taken up as much of my internet feed as he is. <laughs> he is an awful fighter. I this hope every time right, Floyd hit him, he say this for Nate. But let me ask you this. Like I mean, Nate will work but, the corner. We'll this work match. to your brother. We'll work to your brother. <laughs> but, but so Floyd, Floyd traditionally has been uh, a guy who <coughs> will take you rounds, right? He lets you wear yourself down, right? And so I guess now we all, Chris, we all know how this should go. It should go exactly the way you're explaining it. But do, do no, you? Wa- I mean, but go. but do we really think Floyd is just going to get in there and just go? Okay, I'm just going to hit you, and I'm going to end this now. Or is he going to be Money Mayweather and get his no, money? He's going to be Money Mayweather. Right, he I mean, dance you know, I mean is, this fight is going to go. He a didn't lot take this fight to extend his legacy. I know. I'm just All saying. Right? Let's face but, it. But, but the he hasn't is, taken a fight to extend his legacy. And what are we talking now? Three, four right. matches. I'm just, I'm just saying that Mayweather is going to have this box. Mayweather is going to have this not match a go a lot longer not than a should. YouTube villain, but a boxer. I agree. All right, I'm offended that Mayweather took this fight. What should happen is, <laughs> me too. I, I feel like, I feel like there's a guy sitting on the bench who nobody's ever heard of that I want, I want to see just come and pummel Jake Paul. 
I'm sorry, Logan Paul, unrecognizable. I don't, was a I don't think, guys I don't that think came money out to, needed to show up. There was a couple of, of other celebrities who I came can't out believe to people are to that fight. desperate. Like, uh, what was it? Chris Brown was one that came out and talked about wanting to fight Logan Paul. Was I think Bradley Beal was another one. Um, I, I, I just mean, hope they got a defense, man. I hope they don't come in there like Nate or <laughs> No D. Like, come on, yo. And then the O was just. Jake oh Paul, God, or, I, yeah, Jake. I was right? so close to being politically incorrect. <laughs> Jake, Jake threw. I I heard this stupid stat because uh, I, I watched that from the hotel in in uh, in Atlanta, and Jake Paul threw eight punches, and Nate Robinson hit the ground three times. <laughs> That's yeah, not going to really? happen with Floyd. No, not Look, at all. Logan Paul ain't going to land Logan, eight punches. Logan Paul's head <laughs> is going to bounce off of the ground three times I, from one I wouldn't punch. even be surprised if Floyd just let him hit him because as a boxer and, and someone Floyd's going to let him hit him season. so he can get the blood flowing. Yeah, but exactly. There you go. Because some sometimes they just want to, like the first round is what you call the testing out round. So it's a round that you kind of see the speed. You, you you know sometimes you don't want to test power. I think here's what it is. As as we do as we we do the combat sports, I'm I'm gonna bring in the entertainment. Logan or Jake? Was it Jake or Logan? Which one are we talking about? Chris got me all Logan messed up. Logan Paul. So Logan Paul's gonna hit Mayweather, and Mayweather is gonna hit him with the '80s Hogan. <laughs> and he is going to just wave the. No, sir, he is going to no. wave the finger at him. He is going to Hulk up, exactly. and he's just going to end him. But he's going to give him the one punch, just to tell him, "Sorry, brother, that's not how this goes." And then it's over. I, I mean, it doesn't need to be any longer than that. But Floyd is so, an entertainer, so, and Floyd is going to do what he does best. Well, what do you think family? the odds are who, on Logan who Paul the hell winning this Logan fight? Paul think he is? The chance. Look, look, you said what are the chances of Logan Paul winning this fight? I think my Vegas odds are better than Logan Paul's. Well, I, I'm just saying because I, I may put ten dollars on Logan Paul just in case. <laughs> just there's in a case fluke. there's a cash in case out. Mayweather trips. Get right. it into the ring and knocks <laughs> right. himself unconscious. You know, <laughs> for $10 at the, what, the 10000 to what one. I was going to say, be. I would be curious to see what the, uh, what the MGM uh, has You know what, this. here, you, I, I'm about to say, I'm going to look it up while you guys talk the likelihood. Uh, there so, is no what, likelihood. What round, There's what, none. It doesn't what, exist. What? No, no, I the mean. The likelihood does I not exist. Know, what round do you think Mayweather ends it? Well, how, how many? How many, they, how many they are they gonna go? Right, that's it's an exhibition, right? What, yeah, five, six. How many? I think they went. Si- I think those guys what, all went four? six, right? No. Okay. Six. No, well, how how many did uh did Tyson and Roy go? Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe five or six. I'm not really sure. But whatever amount of rounds they have, maybe I don't know. It depends on how Floyd is feeling. Here, that here's day. my. I if think they, they have given him a four point eight percent chance <laughs> of beating Floyd. Floyd is <laughs> said that the odds of him are losing are like a thousand to one. A thousand to it's one. A, it, it's plus two thousand for <laughs> Logan Paul. You should put that ten dollars down, Chris. <laughs> I'm about to say at $10, I'm about to say I've spent a worse $10 <laughs> in my life 
But we all know Logan Paul, and that does not mean... The only problem I have with placing that bet is somebody is going to get it in their head that I like Logan no, Paul. No, no, no. And I think Logan Paul is one of the worst excuses of a human being that anybody to, has ever to, seen. But to answer your question, with it being an exhibition and being a short fight, however many rounds it goes, Floyd will let him make it to the end and then hopefully put him out. In the last round. I mean, Floyd's an entertainer. That's what he's going to Whatever, do. He's dude. going to if entertain. Floyd carries him to the last round, he's going to damage his Im- his image, dude. I give it two rounds. He's going to damage his third... liver if he goes <laughs> <helps> through. <laughs> All right, I'm about to say, he's, this thing's going, if he lets this go more than three rounds, I'm going to be but that. But I'm saying if it's only a four-round fight, I'm saying going three rounds or four rounds really isn't. It, I don't, but I don't know. He shouldn't be in the ring with Mayweather in the first place. I agree. I agree. So why the hell? By he don't they don't please. Chris, you talked about you talked about him taking too much of your feed up. He's taking up too much of our podcast. Let's just put it that way. Well, in that case, folks, we're going to end it on that note. That is our brief hit it and quit it boxing and blood sport touching for the week here. Again, remember that Mayweather shouldn't be taking this fight. Agreed. Logan Paul isn't deserving of a fight, and that there's a hundred guys coming up like the towering Inferno that deserve a match of this nature much more than this gentleman. Floyd but we like fucking with that giant. Yeah, <laughs> Ain't that the no truth. doubt? Ain't that the truth? From all of us here at ES3Ed, folks, we want to make sure that you have a great and safe holiday. Remember to follow us on Instagram and make sure to check us out as we move our wonderful topics like top 10 greatest franchise and items of that nature over to our YouTube channel rolling into the new year. From us at ES3Ed, guys, you have a great holiday and we'll catch you again soon.